0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Shift. Uh, This week's guest is Andy Fiore. I was absolutely delighted to get him on. We actually talked about a post that my roommate sent me, and it's uh, a post on Instagram, and it said, why it is so hard to date a millennial. And it had a couple of, like, slides or photographs information on it so we read those and talk about it basically just about how people have an inability to be vulnerable now the effects of ghosting on dating too much choice um playing hard to get all of that and then we also talked a bit about um communicating in the bedroom so andy uh, had a couple of questions about that and tips so yeah um have listened to the episode, but before, happy holidays to everybody. I hope you're um able to celebrate wherever you are. I know it's hard with COVID, but I hope you, even if it's just like getting to relax and watch a couple of movies, Um, so yeah, uh, I hope you have a great one. Also, as well, if you want to uh, listen to next week's episode, it'll be up on the Patreon tomorrow, so Patreon forward slash The Shift Podcast. The video there of this episode is up there as well, and I do a solo episode every week, just stuff that I'm not... That it's kind of like a diary entry, so stuff that I'm like freely talking about uh, with dating, uh, that I just don't talk about on this, because a lot of time I'm like interviewing people as well, so I don't want to be like. And then this happened to me, so I get to kind of like ramble on there about the struggles of New York City dating, or just our our, just our generation, I guess. And so yeah, so if you want that stuff, Patreon forward slash Shift Podcast, and enjoy this episode, and I'll talk to you at the end. My roommate sent me this thing this morning i think i sent it to you but it was yeah i read it it's interesting right
0: it's pretty spot on i think
1: wait what am i okay so it's called this is why dating a millennial i can't say that millennial is so you nailed it is so messed up okay am i a (laughs) millennial
0: (laughs) i think you are what are you it's i'm gen x
1: what's that mean i'm 40. Oh, my God. It's
0: all based on the years you were born. So it's kind of stupid that way. But uh, people put a lot, a lot of faith into these these eras that they're these genres and generations that they're in. You yeah, know?
1: you're 40. So, I didn't know you were 40.
0: Really? Did you think I was older than that?
1: No, younger. I guess I just thought <laughs> you were like
0: 30 <laughs> or 35. maybe. Let's go with 35 then.
1: Yeah, sure. <laughs>
0: anyone between anyone born between 1981 and 1996 is considered a millennial
1: okay okay so 1981 and
0: 1996 so i'm a millennial
1: i hope you're in in that i am i'm 1990
0: okay i just like if you were born after 1996 i might have to get off this podcast
1: no 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 no. god i wish i wish i I mean i could pass for younger right
0: absolutely i yeah 21 okay good good i
1: had a date with a guy and he said i couldn't pass younger than 27
0: oh get like, rid of him
1: fuck you i still get acne okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i passed for 14
0: <laughs> yeah no you look very young
1: thanks you yeah oh yeah don't worry i got rid of him anyway but it wasn't because of that <laughs> um i had a date um, with a 40 a year old recently and when he said he was 40 all my friends, I f- forgot, like, you're 40, Sean's 40. All of my friends are 40. But when he said it, it sounded so much older. He sounded older. I don't know why, but something it kind of sh- hit me. Yeah,
0: something about the number is off-putting to people. It's But then you meet people who are that age, and you're like, oh, they're still fucking children, <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's like this is such a bad thing to say because, like, I do want to meet someone, and, like, you know, it lead into a commitment. But there was something about sitting across from not a 40-year-old comedian, but a 40-year-old who has a real job, has their shit together... Not that yeah. our jobs aren't real but it's just...
0: <laughs> yeah, you know not comedians
1: it just we just it just seems like a, like my comedian 40-year-old friends just seem a bit more like I don't know what the word is but someone who's like an accountant in 40 or like a lawyer in 40 sure. it feels like they're going to be like we're going to have a kid in a year and I felt even though it was only one day I felt like panicked um, which is weird cuz I always want like a commitment but I was like this feels like like I want to Meet someone and be boyfriend, girlfriend, but I don't want to meet someone who could be like in a year, like, are we ready to, you know, give
0: birth? <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Well, that's going to probably be the issue with the 40 year old guys because right. I'm like that too. Okay. I okay. am like so- that. Here's the thing I would like the same thing too. I, I meet somebody that I like and I usually put the pedal to the metal very quickly, which is probably not the best thing to do, yeah. but I'm like, well, we, I, we like each other. This is great, you know? That's and so uh, I don't, I don't want to be an old dad, though. I had an old dad and I don't want to be a a crazy old. My dad was great. And you would never know that, like, you know, when he passed away, he was 96. But like growing up, he was an old dad and he was physically fine with it. But like, I don't want to do that. And, you know, so it's like you think about that. You're like, well, in five years, I'll be 45, you know, and by the time the kid's 20, I'll be 65. Like, that's a weird thing to think about. I mean, I guess that's not that old anymore, but I don't know. It gets it's your not. mind going. I'm, I'm never going to date you. <laughs> oh, well, I'm leaving.
1: <laughs> Bye, bitch. No, but you see, even that train of taw, like, for me, I'm 30. I don't think I want to have even, like, I want to have a kid maybe when I'm 38. So if I All were right. to date a 40 year old, they're like, I'm not going to wait around until 48. It just it's it not, feels. Yeah, So serious,
0: Uh, man. Our romance is are is over before it even started.
1: (laughs) Why? Why don't you date thirty eight year old women?
0: I would. I don't have any age restrictions.
1: Okay. Good. Good. Never mind then. You're like, yeah. (laughs) You're like, I never said I wouldn't.
0: Yeah. Exactly. The girl I dated most recently was thirty six.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's a good age for kind of like. Okay. Maybe we'll have a kid in a year or two.
0: Yeah. Did yeah. she want to have kids? Uh, I, we didn't get there because uh, I think I did. And this was what, what I was going to talk about when you brought up that post yeah. um, that you sent around. It was that uh, the, uh, the thing about like ghosting and maybe this is a 40 year old thing uh, mentality is that I got to our about fourth date. We hadn't slept together or anything yet, but it was trending obviously in that reaction. And I mean, in, in, in that you know way. And she said, hey, do you want to come over to my house for dinner Uh, on like a Friday night? And I agreed. But I was already kind of that week not feeling it. You know, I could tell she liked me a little more than I liked her. Not to brag or anything. I just kind of felt that way. And I just kind of knew in the long run I wasn't going to be into this. So I told myself, I was like, all right, I'll go over for dinner. We'll see where it goes. And I... At the end of the night, I excused myself because I knew that was gonna. If I slept with this girl just to have sex, it would have been a shitty thing for me to do because I was already in my head trying to get out of the relationship. Yeah. So I did an adult thing and I was like, I made an excuse. I was like, I got to, I said I had to like film something with Greg Stone early, early in the morning and I like got out of there. But then like the next day, I just, you know, sent her a text and being like, hey, I just don't think this is right for me. I hope there's no hard feelings. I didn't want to. Get too serious or anything because if I had sex with her just to have sex and and that would have been, and then break up with her, that would have been a shitty thing to do, which was something I probably would have done when I was younger and then just ghosted somebody. But I am growing up, I guess, and I'm being honest with people. And I felt that when I do that, people are the most responsive and appreciative of that. They're like, Well, thank you for being honest. You know, it sucks that, uh, I don't know. Good luck, and I'll see you around. Yeah,
1: completely. I think because if you had a just not responded or you hadn't texted her for a week, she would have been thinking for a week, oh, he's probably just busy. He'll get back to me. And it's like and that's you know, the worst. Oh, it's horrible. Oh, it's so I've rough. been
0: on that end. I, I hate that. I overthink everything. It's terrible.
1: Yeah, 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 I've been on it too because you don't want to be, you know, yeah, you're like, there's this great ad. It was an ad in Ireland. It was called a Vodafone ad and it was like all the excuses the girl was making for him not texting back like oh he probably doesn't have <laughs> signal he uh lost his phone and in the end it shows him throwing her number away and being like Vodafone so it's like T-Mobile has great network he's just not into you um uh, but we do because it's because the other thing is as well you just you're like I don't know maybe they're just busy for a week I don't want to I, I don't want to like presume that they're a week not sounds
0: me. like an eternity to me
1: I know me too yeah but I get busy for a week, but then if I'm really honest with myself and if I don't respond to someone for a week or I don't want to see them, it's because I'm probably for, not yeah. that interested. I'm like, my. I, if
0: I like you, I want to talk to you every day and I want you around all the time.
1: Me too. But that's hard because I feel like I don't know how to put in boundaries. So then I want to see them all the time and I want to do my work all the time and I want to see my friends. So it becomes a little overwhelming.
0: Sure. It's a tough balance. It's so then if I meet a guy
1: I don't really like, I'm like, this is great. I don't want to see him ever. This is perfect. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's per. It's a perfect relationship. I never have to see him.
1: I know. <laughs> and what were you going to say? You feel like if you don't want to see them for a week, you just don't, you know, then you don't like them.
0: Yeah. That's when I would know that if like, if I am feeling like it's a burden where I'm like, Oh, I have to text so-and-so. I mean, dude, come on. Like, like that's already not a good sign. So that's, that's was the feeling I was starting to get with this last chick and uh, so I was just being honest with myself I just learned it's easier that way than like dragging things out which is what I would have done 10 years ago just because I didn't want to have the hard conversation you know
1: and I also think as well though maybe like 10 years ago so you would have been like 30 and then for like I think
0: thanks for bringing that up again Katie
1: <laughs> you're so old no 40 is a new 30 I'm 20 um but there you
0: go
1: yeah yeah but I think as well it's not just um having the hard conversation it's making the decision so I think sometimes people are like I do like them I don't but I'm not I don't want this right now but I do want it but I don't want to let them go because then I'm missing out on it and it's like making a decision and I think us as a generation find it really hard to just make a decision and stick with it
0: yeah for sure stick to your guns
1: Okay, well, I read this out. So this is why dating as a millennial is so messed up. We're in competition of who can care less. Uh, Showing actual emotions is frowned upon. If we show our cards and act like we're interested, it leaves the person we're affectionate about turned off and running the opposite direction instead of being flattered that we actually care about them. So nobody risks being vulnerable and open. How do you feel about that slide?
0: I, yeah, that's what it... uh we've come to it's i agree with that 100% true. yeah uh, yeah that is that did become like a badge of honor to be like uh the it, it's cool not to care or it's cool not to like uh, show your feelings which is hard for somebody like me who kind of wears their heart on their sleeve maybe sometimes to uh, it, it doesn't work out for me but i don't really know how to not do that It's was like when if i like you i like letting you know my feelings yeah. you know what i mean and i guess that is a general shift because like that kind of sucks if the thing to do is not be emotional not show people your feelings i would hate that
1: i think it's really hard because i'm at i'm like at uh two trains of thought with this so let's say i kind of think that if you like someone and you tell them if they like you back, that they wouldn't be afraid. And then if you're going to pretend you don't like them and you're dating them for a few months and playing these games that when you eventually show emotion anyway, it's still not going to work out. But then I don't know because then the other side is if the person's easily scared, maybe playing it cool, they will slowly come around. It's very fucking confusing.
0: It is confusing. I don't know. I guess that's why I still buy into kind of when you know, you know, because My easiest relationships have worked like clockwork pretty quickly into meeting the person or hanging out with them. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So, I I mean, playing games for months sounds horrible to me.
1: It sounds like going back
0: and forth. I'll let you know if I like you. I think I, not, you know, just sit you down and face to face be like, I like you. But I I think I I let my actions speak for my feelings if I genuinely like a, a, a person.
1: Yeah, I think that's good. Do you also say, though, how you feel? Because I do think sometimes um, people will think that their actions are expressing how they feel. But sometimes other people need just like a a confirmation like that you actually like them. And I I, I don't know how you would do that. But do you say like, hey, I like you. I'm having a great time.
0: I'll say something like, hey, yeah, it's been really fun. I really like hanging out with you. This is, you know, something like that as a starter as like an appetizer why is that
1: bad <laughs> i hate that i like hanging out with you you be like as an appetizer
0: is like i know but first that
1: course that has to be like early on you wouldn't do that if you're that's early co- on that's an early honor months. okay okay no
0: no after a couple months i'm ready to propose are you kidding me
1: <laughs> okay good oh god it's also i don't think it is as
0: good I, it's not good is it
1: no i think it's fun like i do think anybody i've spoken to in serious happy relationships like especially on the yeah. podcast and has been kind of like that they knew pretty early on and even like right. with my dad and my stepmom it's like now like yeah they both kind of said that pretty early on like uh you know like a month or two like but it's also timing too
0: like so much if it is timing
1: yeah you like you're you're afraid like i know for me i'm always afraid that i'll invest too much and like oh shit is this the time now that i'm meant to be focusing on my career and i think Mm -hmm. a lot of young men and young women feel that way and not that i'm that young i'm fucking thirty. but i do want to meet meet someone as well so it i think that comes into play a little bit as well um especially if you've been burned before like a past relationship didn't work out you're more likely to be like i'm not gonna invest any time in anybody again
0: yeah, you got to keep trying. If, I think so, you know. too.
1: I'll keep trying. Fuck it. Exactly. I love love.
0: It's, yeah, same here. I agree. I'm the same way. I don't think you should give up. That's, the that you know, because then you'll never have it. It's, it's, it's like it's a weird balance of people going, oh, when you stop looking for it, that's when it'll happen. And then there's this other 50 percent of that is like. Well, if you're not looking, you're never going to be put yourself out there. It's like, well, which one is it?
1: That yeah, no, stresses me out so much because I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'll am I'm, be like to my friends. Yeah, yeah, no, it's cool. I'm just going to be by myself and I'm <laughs> yeah. not going to look. But in my head, I'm like, now the universe thinks I'm not looking. I'm going to meet the right. love of my life.
0: <laughs> exactly. Come on, universe.
1: <laughs> no, no. I, And I think as well, like, so this thing that we read out, let's say, then uh, we're in competition of who cares less when i read that i was like fuck if had guys be really into me and i haven't liked them was that because it was just too much it was too much but i actually think if it if it was a guy that when it's been a guy that i've liked and they've showed that they've liked me straight away it hasn't changed how i felt i've just been like so i felt more secure like i felt like oh yeah of yay! course and um, they
0: feel the way i exactly. feel yeah, yeah and uh, that's why i think it's that negates communication that sent that statement which is never good If you also ask couples that really were, they go, yeah, we're open and we're honest with each other, which is how I like to be. So it's stop playing games, stop tiptoeing around and trying to be cool. And millennials, it's garbage.
1: I agree with you. And when you're doing I've just talked about this now, because when if you're doing this, I'm going to play kind of cool, hard to get for a couple of months. Where does that get anybody? You're actually wasting more time. If you were just like, yeah, after a week or two or three, whenever you feel comfortable, even a month, and you're like, hey, I really like you. I like where this is going. And if they're like, I'm not interested, great. You've not wasted a couple of months of playing it cool, playing these mind games, waiting seven hours to text back. Bullshit. Thank you. Oh, God. And this is from two single people. Let's get married. (laughs) Let's get married, Andy, right now.
0: Let's do it we okay, had a nice I'll picture a baby. In the park we were holding a baby we had that was a glimpse of what our, our beautiful family would have looked like
1: i know i should put that as the podcast yeah, episode there's their picture. promo picture um if i have your baby will you pay for my life
0: that's usually the deal
1: okay cool okay i'm down <laughs> i've been thinking about it this pandemic. You're bargaining I'm...
0: with baby what what is pay for your life well
1: i'm like, tired a and i break down And I just was like, okay, I chose to be an artist, a comedian and a bartender my whole life. All of these jobs don't work in a pandemic. What's the next thing? I can make babies. Maybe someone will pay me.
0: Uh, (laughs) uh, me Yeah, babies fetch a hefty price on the open market.
1: If I met a husband and he was like, okay, you have the baby. You're here during the day. I'll be there during the night. You can do your comedy. I love you. That'd be great. And then they feed me. Yeah, I'm thinking it. nights
0: don't work for me, unfortunately, as well. I know. We'd so it's not going to work out.
1: That's it. We're done. <laughs> you
0: didn't even give me a chance.
1: Okay. We expect a perfection. Sh- no, wait, we expect a perfection that doesn't exist. Social media has led us to believe we're entitled uh, a fairytale life that doesn't truly exist. We write people off for a minor detail and quickly look for the next best thing. That we'll somehow also find flaws in. We fail to realize that relationships are a balanced bond, and that with amazing things come imperfections as well. I'd like to apologize to everybody listening that I just sounded like a twelve-year-old reading from their history book in school.
0: You did did great.
1: You sure? I feel like I was like, and then the dog crossed the road. Stop!
0: You're doing that. You're nobody was thinking that, and you put it in their heads. Oh, stop! Anyway, telling you,
1: we expect a perfection that doesn't exist. How do you feel about that?
0: Well, in regards to social media, yes, one hundred percent. I hate all of it. I would never wish it was. I wish it would never even became a thing, (laughs) because that is, I think, a generational thing too. Is where I was in my twenties and mid twenties before Facebook and social media and Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. So I knew what it was like before that, and I think it was better because that statement is true in regards to the fact that it says people put on airs you know what do you do when you we're all guilty of it as comics we post the best photos we post the funniest things it's like well it's not like that all the time so it does give people a sense of these beautiful uh glorious relationships and they're not true because i like the latter part of that sentence when it said there are imperfections especially in relationships and that's not good because that puts ideas in people's heads where if any little thing goes wrong I'm out which yeah. again I'm guilty of doing too but that's I, I, I agree with that a hundred percent again
1: I think you're right because I think the thing is let's say if you have you're dating someone and you have 20 hot girls always liking your photos hitting you up in the dms firing your stories and your girlfriend just I've, has like a I've never had that. Okay. Well, in this i in this in this scenario, you have it. Okay, there, you're getting all the traction on the social media, <laughs> or even if you're not, even if you're just seeing, you're just seeing like all your cute friends or cute people. I don't know, but let's say for this scenario, and then something kind of goes a little bad. You're like, well, I have this other person talking to me. I can talk to them for a couple of months, and then that goes bad. I can talk to them, and I think there's just like so much choice instead of being like, let's mm-hmm. work on this little problem and make it work long-term like yeah that expectation that someone is perfect so when you don't find that equal match there was this um oh i forget her fucking name but she did a ted talk she's like a french name and she said that the problem with relationships now is the expectation that the your partner is your best friend your lover your all of these things and right. I, I do think it is yeah i think um they said uh, i don't like that at all is too much right
0: they shouldn't be all those they're not all those things I don't think life is set up for that one person to have all those roles you know my best friend is Steve Brown from Mars New Jersey that's my best friend a girl's not gonna take that spot because I am all about being open and communicating in a relationship but there's certain things I want to talk to my best buddy about that I'm not going to talk about to my girlfriend or my wife you know what I mean so it's like I, mean, I can't talk about my balls to my best friend if my best friend's my wife. You know what I mean? There's yeah. just like
1: I have my certain husband talking talk that I'm
0: just gonna talk about to guys, you know, like and I'm sure it goes the same way for gals.
1: Yeah, or just even like I it's I think you know, you'll you'll hear people who are long-term relationships and they'll be like, No, they are like my best friend. And I know my dad and my stepmom say that about each other, but I think it's also healthy to have like another close friend that you oh, could, yeah, so yeah. you're not dumping it all on the one person.
0: There's a very real thing of having too much of one person.
1: Yes. Yeah. You
0: know what I mean? Yeah. My parents were married almost 50 years. They were sleeping in different bedrooms toward the end just because it's not that they didn't love each other. It's just like my dad is a super light sleeper. My mom's a really heavy sleeper. And my dad was up all the time. My mom's like, I just want a good night's sleep. Yeah. I, I don't love him any less. You know That's just I mean? practical.
1: I love that. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And to me, I'm like, I totally understand that.
1: Yeah. You know? No, let me ask
0: you this. Yeah. Are you are you a are you an are you tangled up when you sleep with a partner or no. are you a separator separator? Yeah, I'll fall asleep in a cuddle. But if I want, then I need to get my eight hours. Then I'll I'll untangle
1: yeah i like the cuddle before just because that's such a nice part of sleeping um with someone but then like sleep their side i sleep my side
0: get the hell out of here yeah and
1: then in the morning it's nice like when they um the last guy i was dating he i really liked this where uh so we would sleep like that and then we would separate but it's also i just like having someone in my bed because i get nightmares and when i <laughs> sleep with someone in my bed i don't get nightmares it's very strange really?
0: yeah yeah i think that's probably why i date so much just to cure <laughs>
1: i'm always like <laughs> so sleeping beside. Have nightmares? <laughs> but um but he why you just
0: get like a like one of those big like body pillows
1: i know i think it's just like a person being there I and i used to sleep uh-huh. with my my a cousin maybe. yeah when i was younger my cousin would sleep beside me and stuff so i don't know oh there yeah, you i probably know. just need like a dog um and let him sleep <laughs> in the bed which is kind of gross but i'll probably like what's your over cousin it. up to uh, she's, living it, she's living in sydney living her best life so <laughs> but um what i do like is so like and this is something like the last guy I was dating would do that i loved so i would stay over in his a lot and then he would have to get up for work in the morning but he was working mm-hmm. from home and i would just like sleep on but when i would like he it, maybe like at 10 a.m he would wake me up by like climbing on top of me and like hugging me and i loved that that was so nice to wake up like that and then like do you want tea or coffee and i'm like yeah i want it all and i think that's all your buttons yeah that was like a nice um very sweet yeah it's like a nice benefit of a relationship that kind of waking up and feeling like liked
0: yeah absolutely
1: now i'm all alone
0: (laughs) oh stop it
1: (laughs) no i have a dog
0: (laughs) not for long i come on
1: and no, it's, I, I, it's funny because when we were reading this, um, this, this, this screen, sorry, I forget what it was called, but where they, where they come on too strong. I recently had a date and I just felt that he liked me so much that it did, it did feel a bit much, but I think just because I, I'm obviously not feeling it that back. Sure. You know, I don't well, know. He's not
0: he, too strong. It's a very real thing.
1: Yeah, well, he was also just very American. And for my American listeners and for you, I apologize for what I'm about to say. Well, how
0: American was he?
1: Well, every American I've met has never been what i thought an american was before i moved to america so like my stereotype okay. of american would just be like uh, you know southern and like i we- die for my country and guns. he's got
0: a cowboy hat on and a-
1: he was very like you know i love my country yeah. and like um like i thought maybe he'd have like a shotgun in his bag or something but he was like such a gent you're, he- think
0: you're talking about kid rock that's what you're <laughs> talking about
1: yeah and he was a gent and he paid for everything and when I went in, he had a Jameson on the table, not spiked thank god um Good. and uh, yeah, no, and he was very interesting, but he was just so loud and like every oh, yeah, sentence was like extended like, well, we're going over there, and then we're walking down the road, and no American <laughs> I have met is like that like the, I don't what think I was, I've
0: ever met somebody like that
1: he was like a caricature of an amer- it was like it was as if a cartoon had come to life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that's well again i mean that's you know right you knew right away because not everybody's like that but
1: i know it's, but it's not a reason not to like somebody it is a reason not is to like somebody, okay. somebody guess, like that are you kidding me i felt so bad i felt so bad and then he went no. to he went to kiss me at the end of the night and i know there's obviously like covid so people are probably worried about that but we had sure. both we had yeah. both been covid tested and um so that's not my excuse but when he went to kiss me my body panicked and i joked and he landed on my forehead (laughs) (laughs) and i don't know and then i kept like comparing him in my head to the last guy i was dating because the last guy i was dating was like super cool and like like a like a chill american but i what happened to
0: that that guy sounds great he was waking up with kisses and cuddles and tea yeah yeah
1: no he no um the listeners have heard about it but he kept talking. He was kept talking about how he hates relationships, even though I felt we were in one. Ooh. So I kind of knew yeah, it that's... wasn't. Yeah. I just knew it wasn't going to go to that. So I well, see that's
0: good. That's good for you for getting out ahead of it.
1: Yeah. It's really hard though. I find it like, is hard. Yeah. Doing. I've never done uh, the right thing or like ended it at the right time. I usually let it go a little longer maybe. And so I think doing ending something at the right time or doing it at the right time is probably the hardest thing to do. And, because it'd be better if we probably went on for a couple of months and I was confirmed in my belief and then be like, but you'd be so much more hurt. And I'm just at a stage where I'm like, I know I want to be in a relationship. And I was basically right. in one with him. And if he's not willing to.
0: Yeah, I think he did the right thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, I definitely did. But
0: it really isn't it all about confidence in who you are. Because if you're confident in your decisions, then you did the right thing but if you're not confident in yourself you go well maybe i'll come around in a few months and maybe he'll change and i don't think that's a good way to be i think you have to have confidence and just be like i know what i want
1: yeah. and
0: he's not giving it to me so yeah i'm not going to waste any more time i could be meeting the love of my life if i give this guy three months that love of my life could walk by you know so yeah
1: and my my friend said this thing there was like like there's a couple of things like i don't want to you know, I've, a lot happened in the space of time and I uh don't want to shit on him because I think he is a genuinely good person. I just think he's immature. Yeah.
0: Uh, he is a DJ. Yeah, yeah,
1: know. Yeah, yeah. Handle some <laughs> things badly. But my friend said this thing. She was like, while you're dating the wrong person, you could be missing out on the right person. So if you're not sure. feeling it. And I thought it was really good advice. And then another thing she said was to write down your list of standards. And like the thing with him, even if he was like, I want you to be my girlfriend. Yeah, let's label it that. Like, I'm a fucking idiot. There was other things as well that I'm not I, I need from a relationship that he wasn't giving me. So it's like there you I think, go like what I need compliments. And I said that a couple uh-huh. of time and he was not willing to give them. So I've said this already on the podcast That's so. shitty,
0: though, too. I think, man, yeah, I'm checking all your boxes here, Katie.
1: Thanks, Andy. Let's get married. But I think that's important <laughs> for people is like because now we, what we're saying, it's like. We don't want to not date someone because they're not perfect, but we don't want to date someone because of that fear either. Like, don't sure. drop your standards too much. So I would have wrote a list of what I wanted in a guy because I dated so many fucking mental people. And um, so my friends are like, you need to write a list, and that's like you can't deviate off it. And so I have the list. And most of the guys pros are pros and cons. In-
0: yeah. I like yeah,
1: it. Yeah, pros and cons. But what my friend said was write your standards and I was like oh that's very good because Mm -hmm. now it's like well actually this is the way I want to be treated and it's like and then when you write it down it's really the bare minimum and I think people now in New York City a lot of men that I meet don't even want to do the bare minimum because that seems like a commitment and they just don't want to commit
0: yeah but so what is that then is that just sex
1: I guess they do sex and they'll do the relationshipy stuff but like maybe not go it's that like little buddy. yeah like you know they're not gonna like drive you home or get you flat nobody really gets flowers but i don't know like
0: i i would bring yeah i mean these are not those these are not that difficult i would still be doing these things maybe this is an older generation kind of thing because i think all those things are sweet and if i like somebody i would do those things
1: yeah no i know, also as well this is from my me and my friends perspective. And a lot of my female friends are doing shows at night or like my roommate is working till 9 p.m. Every night she works for the housing organization. A lot of women in New York Mm -hmm. City are very busy. So we we do find it hard to maybe meet someone and then maybe we drop our standards a little bit. We're like, they have clean bed sheets. Thank
0: God. (laughs) I don't think any of you have actually been treated correctly.
1: Yes, I think that's um, not,
0: like a nice, good, solid relationship, those things should come organically. You know what I mean? Like you should get flowers, not every day or even every week, but every now and then that's a nice gesture. I would, I would, I offer to drive people home just because I'm like, hey, you want to (laughs) drive? Just because I like the company, but I would like the girl I was dating. I met her in the park over the summer. And uh, I we hit right away and I was just like, you want to come over? I'll make you lunch. You know, yeah. like, I think you should put yourself out there in, in those ways. I just don't think you got you gals. Younger gals have been uh, treated to a good person.
1: Um. Well, and then there is other things that people do. Like the last guy I was saying, he would like make me dinner a lot, which is really nice. But then That's my right. guy. Yeah. But then my guy friend who's in a serious relationship, he sat me down and he was just like because I wasn't sure if I should keep dating him. But he was like, making dinner, I'm making dinner for myself. He was like, think about what you want for a long term and what like what you need. Um, and that's more important. Yeah. So he was like, Don't which is good. He was like Giving me great advice in that regard, Uh, but I feel like even if you're questioning, if you're like telling it out, it's probably not meant to be. But here's the thing: when you're saying like, "Oh, you girls aren't being like treated right" or whatever, this goes back to this thing that we're reading. I think some people are afraid to be vulnerable. So you know, if you're dating someone a couple of weeks and oh, I'm going to bring her flowers. Well, it's like, oh, is that embarrassing? Is that too much? I don't want to come on too strong. I'm not going to bring her flowers. And I think that goes through a lot of people's heads.
0: It it does. It does. I know it's a tough thing for guys because you don't want to you want to show somebody at least for me you want to show somebody you like them but you you don't want to come on too strong it is a fine line to tiptoe i do fucking hate it
1: (laughs) and flowers is a little embarrassing it's like romantic flowers is
0: embarrassing flowers too soon would be uh not a good move i think i think maybe like after mm, let me know if you, you agree with this timeline after like a month month and a half Maybe like a single flower before, you know, I love it.
1: I love it. No, I love it. Yeah, there you go. That's a good
0: move. A single flower, not a bouquet. No, no,
1: even flowers. I mean, like, let's say, okay, the guy I just went on a date with, uh, I'm from (laughs) Los (laughs) Al.
0: Oh, God. I hate this guy.
1: (laughs) This poor guy is like nice. Cowboy Steve. Yeah, if I went on another date with him and he brought me flowers, I would feel a bit like, oh, this is like too much. I'm a little, like, it's a bit. But if the Second DJ flowers
0: after, is a strong move.
1: Yeah. If the DJ after two months had have gotten them, I would have been like, oh, this is great. I feel secure. I feel like or, or something along that line, something to just oh, be like, yeah. hey, I For think a you're DJ, great.
0: You'd make you a playlist <laughs> instead of, play- <laughs>
1: hey, I would have loved a playlist. I would have loved doing to that, it too. Yeah, I think. But I just think people, are afraid to be vulnerable, to put themselves out there because it's seen as weak. I always put myself, I just say what I need and what I want. And if they're not fucking going to do it, that's fine. But also, I am single. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I should. I be don't think
0: that's real. a bad thing. I think yeah. communication is good in every asset, uh, in every facet of a relationship, sexually. You know, what you need, what you want, all that stuff's good. Cause that's those are hard, embarrassing conversations to have sometimes and I think we get in our heads. But it's like if you know, not to get graphic, but if like uh if a guy is going down on you and it's not happening for you, as a guy, if you said to me, Hey, can you just do this? I would be like, Thank you. Cause I love going down on girls, but I'm always questioning if I'm doing it right or (laughs) if it's pleasing you. So I wouldn't be offended if you just went, hey, can you just move your head this way? Can you just do this, do that? Great. Give me some guidance. I will spend a fucking week down there.
1: I think you're right. And I think what's great about this is uh, for women, what we might not realize. And the amount of times when I was younger and I didn't communicate what I wanted with lickouts. well, half the time I didn't know. So what's when lick-outs? I lickouts is that what you said? Yeah, we call them lickouts.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I love the, all your phrases.
1: But the older I got, the more confident I got to be like, okay, I don't know, but like let I'm gonna tell him to do this and see if that works. If that doesn't sure. work, I'll tell him to do this. And then you're making it easier for the guy because if he's just doing oh, the 100%. one thing for 45 minutes, hoping it works, he's gonna be down there for ages while you're just sitting there thinking about your next TV show or like Exactly. Yeah. And same for guys too, because guys are and I think Irish guys, I don't know the major- what the majority of Irish men listening to this, but I think they are nervous to say what they want with blowjobs and stuff. I,
0: I personally would be.
1: Uh, yeah. And so you're Irish American, that's similar kind of embarrassment, but I've had American guys be like, well, I always, I'm like, tell me what you like. And then because I just, cause I'm like, I don't know. I know different guys and they did. You guys have a different penis here. There's like no top on it. So, no um, the tops there's no doubt so i just no like a yeah so i'm like tell me what you like and they've always done that they've been like yeah cool i like this i'd like you to lick my balls i like you to suck it. i like you to bite this so like i it.
0: think that yeah that's yeah i know that's just i think that's me i'm like uh yeah a little more reserved just like giving directions i know Yeah, I, well I, they I, don't
1: want to ruin the moment either but it's totally fine if it's like if you're like can you go a little faster or can you i know, slow I should down be
0: more yeah and, you're right i don't know why i don't
1: do it yes do it because it's not it's not ruining them it's not like you're giving it's not like you're giving directions every two seconds like move over here now on the top no no no." No, it's just like you know you're blowing for what 20 i don't know like a a little while and then you're i don't know how long i can't remember um and (laughs) then
0: 20. oh i don't
1: know like i can't well you know it depends on the guy the last guy was seeing like he he he's so great in the bedroom because we could do like we couldn't have sex for a while, so we would do blowjobs and stuff for a bit, yeah, yeah. But he could come really fast with blowing, which is great because sure. I don't want to be down there forever. But he could hold off coming for ages with sex, and I'm just uh-huh. like, Oh, I was so like that. It's a,
0: it's a little different thing, I think. A lot of guys are kind of like that,
1: which is great. Also, I don't want to be, yeah, blown. I, mean, I don't want to be blowing for great, hours.
0: A great, good blowjob, 20 seconds, and I'm happy to yeah. end it soon. I don't need yeah you know? call,
1: call, let yourself come when it's the blow job don't be holding off yeah. we don't want to be down there
0: forever i um, i had here's go- the difference though i yeah. think guys uh try and hold off if uh you're getting blown because you don't want to sh- not to be gross oh, right. but shoot your load
1: sorry yes
0: before sex
1: no that's true that's true yes okay that's fine that makes sense but we knew we couldn't have sex because i had a procedure done. exactly Got but that so here's badge. the thing procedure
0: yeah, okay <laughs> you don't have to tell me I'm getting lazy I, I do want to make this point but before, uh, I, I'm getting LASIK surgery on my eyes on Thursday <laughs> and I'm really nervous about it because I have a really sensitive like blink reflex and the doctor goes don't worry about it we'll give you a valium when you get in there and we'll that your eyes will be held open by a speculum then I'm like oh up until now i thought that device was used for something totally i thought that was the female thing
1: i don't even know what it's called i go in and i close my eyes and i wait till it's over and i walk
0: out it's the it's the gadget that the, holds the the lips open I think. yeah i've
1: never even looked i just look at the sky and she even said to me she was like you're like one of my think
0: about your next tv show
1: yeah she's like you're one of my only patients who doesn't like Say or like say that it's sore or anything and I'm like cuz I'm not here. I Walk (laughs) in that door. I have mentally left my body (laughs) I'm a shell of a person until this is over (laughs) But what were you gonna say? What was the point you were gonna make?
0: I wanted to ask you a question do girls if we started uh, You know having sex and stuff and a girl was going down on a guy and he came and then in like five minutes be like, uh, now I can continue. Is that a weird thing or is that... No, because that's fine. I think that happens a lot with why girls are disappointed with guys. It's because usually, in my experience, a blowjob comes first and it's like, wow, I'm so excited and I'm ready to come. And then, but I don't want to because we're going to have sex after this. But then once you start having sex, you're already so worked up, you come really quickly because... Of the blowjob and then the sex and it's like, well, you got so excited. Whereas, like, if I can come from the blowjob and then it doesn't take me long to re up, you're gonna have better intercourse because now I'm gonna last longer. I've already came. I think it works out for everybody involved.
1: No, I think that's great, but I think, yeah, I would understand that. Like when you said that, my first thought was like, yeah, come, so you last longer the next round, exactly. But maybe not every other woman would understand that. So I think come and then straight afterwards say i'm just gonna be i need a minute and then i'm ready to go again but i oh, guess see, she's now prob- you
0: sound like southern steve over there
1: i know i don't know because then she's probably like god oh, he's only I gonna last five minutes minute. now um i That's don't know the it's thing. Hard. what do you do
0: in the uh in the interim i would just go down there on you
1: go down on her yeah go down yeah, you grant, and then you're back problem. to go Yay, yeah this Good. is great. fine this is great okay. Good. oh i'm so horny <laughs> 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 i haven't had sex in ages uh, been, like, you're
0: looking a little flush over there
1: i know i go oh my god okay so i go really i have a rosacea and i'm I
0: use, kidding of course oh okay but gorgeous
1: now that you, oh, now that you say it though i am um, so i have a, a a red face syndrome and um i used to wear makeup especially now it was only powder but especially when i'd be doing stand-up just because i'm like oh, i didn't want to go right on stage, but. Sure. Uh, since the pandemic, I've stopped wearing powder. I'm like, whatever. If I go red, yeah, I go red. You're
0: natural beauty.
1: Come oh, on. I, oh, stop it. Yeah. But but still, I when I went to meet, so the okay, so the thing with the the guy with the date, and usually I keep these like gossipy date stuff for like the Patreon podcast, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say Gossip. it here because he doesn't have any social media, and so he's not gonna he's not gonna listen, um, no, and and if sure. he does, whatever. I've already slagged on the poor him? lad, but very very <laughs> nice man, very nice man, but. My roommate set me up with him via her Hinge. Okay, so I was on her Hinge and I go, oh my God, that guy's so cute. And she goes, oh yeah. Oh, I don't." Okay. She goes, I don't fancy him. I'll just send him your info. And then we were texting for a week. We go, yeah, we go for the date. But when I'm walking up to go to the restaurant, I thought, mm-hmm. fuck, I only seen one photo of him on Hinge like a week ago. Um, only one? Don't you yeah, well, I mean, like, like I, saw, I saw a couple, but I just concentrated on one, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. And that was sure. the image in my head. But then I was like, shit, I don't actually really remember what he looks like. And he <laughs> doesn't have Instagram. He doesn't have anything. So I start to panic and I'm like nervous and I'm getting embarrassed. And when I walk in, I can feel my face going red and I can feel myself burning up. And you're,
0: you're thinking about it. You're overthinking.
1: Completely. I'm having a meltdown. Like this is the ultimate meltdown. I've also, this is the first week in a while where I had like, I was trying, I was doing extra podcasts and trying to work at a couple of hours at a brewery. I think I'd worked that day at a couple of hours at a brewery. So I'm just like overwhelmed. And I go, I go in and thankfully there's a guy, he's standing at a table with no one else there. And he's the only person. So I'm like, Oh, it's him. And it kind of looks like him, but it, can't, it actually didn't look exactly like his photo. And I walk up yeah, to him wow. and I go, Hey, and he goes, why are you so red? That was oh, Jesus. the first thing. And then I go, um, yeah, I just, I was walking fast. And he goes, no, you're yeah. really red. Like, did you get sunburned? But that's not possible. The weather. And I was like, why is this guy still asking me? And I was like, no, no, no. I just, I just, I, I walked fast, you know, yourself. It'll go sure. away. And then, but he, I
0: mean, come on, what kind of gentleman is this? You don't comment on something that could be perceived as I know. uncomplimentary toward a woman. That's just gentleman 101 rules.
1: But I went redder then I meant it, it was the reddest I've ever gone. I could feel it burning because
0: well, now he's concentrating on it.
1: I know. And he's thinking I'm probably like having a heart attack now. In fairness to him, later <laughs> on, he apologized and he was like, I couldn't help myself. It just came out okay. of my mouth All and right. I was trying back to backtrack." He was very aware of it. And he like afterwards made some I made a joke like, oh, I'm going to start wearing make- makeup again. And I keep going red. And a couple of people have commented on it because a friend commented on it recently as well. And he was like, no, 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 you're beautiful. You, you don't need to wear makeup. You look great the way don't you wear, wear so.
0: makeup. God, too much makeup.
1: But no, but, you know, he, he honestly, it was just a fucking I think he ju- it just came out of his mouth. I, I wouldn't yeah. hold hold it against him at all. But I mean, like,
0: fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you had one of the great Uh, you had one of the great. I mean, my friend Greg Stone, we saw you at the deli and you had one of those great just come out of your moments mouth too, because Greg has lost a lot oh, of weight. You're like. Greg, you look great. You turn gray, it was
1: sort of- <laughs> but I guess he always looks skinny to me. I never see people. I know that's going to sound strange, but I never see people's weight. like even myself. I apparently put on a good bit of weight and still to this day. I'm like, I don't what? think I ever had weight on me. No, I'm I've lost it now. But when I do show my friends the photo, they're like, Jesus, you had put on a bit of weight. But in my head, I guess I just don't anyway. I just thought he looked great because he went gray and silver Fox. But yeah, he oh, was like, right. thought I was going to compliment. I told his, him I go. It was
0: a compliment. Afterwards. It's a
1: fucking compliment. Of yeah. course. Yeah. I, forgot I think you. you
0: need to start dating the old, you like the silver Fox. You're going to get treated, right? You're going to get taken care of. I say you up the age specifications uh, on your dating apps
1: well this guy was in his was mid-30s but yeah i will up the age for sure i think just once what are you not gonna be like parameters? we're having a baby in a month because i'm not sure whether i want <laughs> to do that um
0: well no not a month, of course
1: yeah right the next what are uh, your age
0: parameters from youngest to oldest
1: well the last guy I dated was 28 gone on 29 he just turned 29 okay and i had yeah, that's won- fine. I, yeah, I, I had upped it to that, to that right before I met him. Actually, I had changed it to 20, 28 plus. But now after mm-hmm. him, I'm like maybe 33 plus, I think. Because I just want someone who's like okay. ready to. I just want to date someone who's not like, I've got commitment issues like straight away. Because sure, that's just sure. and a lot of young guys say I that.
0: I know. Well, yeah, unfortunately, kind of a hard thing to navigate early on. But uh, I know my last two, uh, aside from the I've had one, two pandemic relationships, if you want to even call on that. Yes. Yeah, uh, well, what the nah, relationships was just I, I, one? I was just dating this girl for a few yeah. weeks, you know, like the one I talked about four dates, maybe uh, she was 36. And then the girl before that, we uh, hung out for a, a long time and uh, she was 29, 30. She had her birthday while we were together. And then my girlfriend before that was 28 and turned 29 while we were together. So I don't know. It's too much of an age gap, you think?
1: No, I don't think so. I think women tend to date guys with a bigger age gap. Yeah. I guess it depends on what they want as well. Like, sure. Yeah, like my stepmom was nine years younger than my dad and that worked out well. And I think a lot of time women say to date older guys because you guys are less mature. But again, it really depends on what you want because I know for me, like I want to, girlfriend boyfriend sorry i want to be a girlfriend i want a boyfriend but i don't necessarily want to think about marriage or kids right now i want that to be on the table one day but there's women my age who are like i want a kid by 31 i want a kid by 32 they're more likely to go for a guy 40 plus because he's more likely to settle down have his fucking shit together and no bullshit in a year pop out a kid get the house
0: yeah all makes Um, sense to me
1: yeah and there's women who are 35 who are like i want something casual i'm done with it so they might be more likely to date like a 28 year old
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i'm just uh, i'm so tired of it i'm on hinge and i have a couple of conversations going and then nothing like really jumps nightmare. out of me
1: it's a nightmare but,
0: yeah, it's hard it's- to get excited in a pandemic and it's like i just I don't want to keep going through the process of meeting someone for the first time and then like <sighs> having that whole first date conversation, and getting to know you. And so I hate talking about myself in that fashion. You know, I'm like, come see me do stand-up. That's the well, best way to get really, to know
1: me. Not even really doing stand-up, so it's hard. I it's know.
0: Just, it's a goddamn shame.
1: It's really hard. Like dating was hard before, and now there's a pandemic. So you already have to be like okay, have you been tested? Are we going to be safe? Okay. We're going to be safe or like risk or whatever. Yeah. If you're both risk averse, that's fine. Whatever the fuck you want to do. Um, but then it's like, yeah, you you invest this time, this date, maybe three dates to find out. Oh, I don't really like them. And then it's like, oh, I could have been doing other stuff. I, I just, <laughs> I, there's only so many more times I could be like, how are you? What's your middle name? What do your parents do? Not that I asked. Them uh, on the first it's day, exhausting, but, but getting to know someone again and again. And, I'm, yeah, I think when you want a relationship, it's more exhausting. When you're looking for just casual, it's like, this is fun. I'm getting to meet all these great people.
0: I know. I think, yeah, maybe that's why it, I, I think a lot of times you see the relationships work where you're like, yeah, we were kind of friends before we started hooking up and dating. And then you're like, those seem to be really successful relationships
1: literally most of my friends who are in long-term relationships like uh sarah and joe uh leah was just on the podcast a lot of their a lot of my friends who are in successful long-term relationships they knew each other before they were friends or they knew someone who knew them and i'm like i i'm starting to think that like oh the person i end up with is probably maybe someone that i will meet as a friend or i already know and just haven't maybe been attracted to them yet because even when Sarah was on the podcast talking about she was like just one day they were like oh maybe we do fancy each other oh let's try this out yeah
0: <laughs> like that's great I agree 100% that's
1: yeah. all
0: I have I'm like I can't do the dating apps anymore maybe I have to circle back into my friend group
1: yeah yeah you just have to make sure that it doesn't get weird or whatever but in I Ireland know. in Ireland, everybody kisses that's the their risk. friends I kissed all my friends back home
0: <laughs> oh really
1: yeah. Snog yeah, yeah, I've kissed most I of them. Thought I thought
0: snogged been fucked for the longest time.
1: I'm trying to think that I've kissed a fair amount of them. I'm pretty sure drunk at some stage in my life. Um, sure, but that's like there's nobody else in the town. Everybody just well, them, you know what? Them.
0: Like in college, it's kind of the same way. In you know, a lot of the friends that we had in our circle of you know we all kind of hooked up with each other.
1: Yeah, at and one it's point you know, you're just like, drunk oh, she and was you to didn't friend. Yeah,
0: she was an acquaintance, and then by you know senior year we fucked or whatever
1: yeah it happens
0: yeah Yeah, young live your life
1: yeah wait so we we spoke about the ghosting part already so we both agree. so we've done that the next slide was we're too strategic about our responses responding right away comes off as desperate and too available which is so annoying because i'll just respond when i see it and everyone occurs to me to be like i better wait an hour because if i do that i'm gonna forget (sighs) and they'll never hear from me
0: i'm Um, the worst at this
1: This also gives us more time to change our behavior to suit theirs when communicating. And once we meet them in real life, we struggle to match who we are on text, which results to getting severely anxious once meeting them. So that was the last side. And I think that's very true because I struggle with that. Like I have my phone in my hand constantly. So if someone texts me, I'll just fucking text back when I see it. There's no, I don't want to, I don't care. I like, and I do understand that if you're texting is a great. Thing where you don't need to text back straight away. It might be like you're busy and you're like, okay, I'll do this mm-hmm. in an hour. That's fine if you're like, I'm focusing on this, or I didn't see my phone. But being like, I'm gonna put a timer on and text them back in seven <laughs> hours so they can really feel that anxiety and then relief when they get the message. But why that's that's oh, setting I'm, that's setting off on an insecure relationship.
0: Yeah, well, I'm an insecure person, so yeah, I, I need
1: security. I am
0: really guilty of this because Oh, you I, are? Yeah, I've asked, like, my girl acquaintances, like, if I'll be at, you know, a, like, a serious exam, if I'll be in the offices and the studios, and I did this with my ex-girlfriend from last year, like, my, my friend Gabby, I'd be like, okay, when should I text her back? And we'd have conversations Be like, all right, yeah, maybe wait, like, 20 minutes or something, you don't want to seem too anxious, but I'd be like, normally in my regular life, I'm a super quick texter backer, you know? I usually am just doing whatever at home. Uh, and I have my phone next to me. So I usually see a text and I write back, you know, but when it comes to relationships, all of a sudden I'm, I'm getting in this, this weird game of timing. And uh, I, are they funny enough? I mean, I, I've written drafts in my notes folder for texts to send to a girl
1: oh then i read a tweet and i don't know who said it but it's not my joke it's someone else's joke but it was um if you have to take out your notes app break oh <laughs> it's
0: so true. yeah that's me i was do i didn't write that but i am guilty of that
1: yeah i don't I think... know it
0: was just i liked this girl and i just i should just be myself and not care that's what it is yeah. i think but i i'm just it's it's that insecurity you know
1: yeah i also think for people who get anxiety over texting like maybe Ugh. just being like hey we'll ca- i'll call you later i just doing it over a call because i i feel like sometimes my texts are read yeah. wrong sometimes i'll send voice messages but i guess you don't want to do that straight away but i just wish people will call more but i think yeah i think like saying oh i'm gonna text back in 20 minutes is fine but it's when you're like i'm gonna text back in two days make them really wait and then they'll really fancy yeah, no. me then fuck off
0: no, I'm not. I'm never doing it to try and get you to like me more. I'm just trying to do it. What I don't want to seem overbearing or too anxious, you know. Because it's usually when I like a girl, I get really excited about it, yeah. and you know, to be like, yeah, don't text back as they're still. You can see their bubble still <laughs> coming up, you know.
1: You're but texting like, when the bubbles come. <laughs> off.
0: That's adorable. I mean, uh, yeah, I've I've reread texts a thousand times to try and uh, yeah. find some sort of hidden meaning i'm a fucking idiot
1: i have deleted message threads just so i won't r- go back in and read hidden meanings or whatever
0: really if it's an
1: x yeah just because you don't want i think it's unhealthy like and i'm not being like rude by it but i'm just like okay that's done let's try not to focus on that uh because i do think yeah. you can go back yeah. in and start pining and be like remember when we send each other this meme um <laughs>
0: No, you're right. I when I when my ex broke up with me, the first thing I did was delete our text history and like Instagram.
1: It's very healthy conversation yeah. history. Yeah, that's very so healthy. So I wouldn't
0: go back and yeah, and pine over it.
1: No, no, and it's the same. I, I think as well what you're saying about reading into messages. That's really tough because like there's probably no meaning. It's stupid. I, I I treat a message like a tweet now. I'll just like I'm like. I'll edit it out. I'm like, okay, that four sentences could be one. And then I just, yeah. I always put an emoji so they know. I'm like, smiley face. I'm cool. <laughs> yes, fuck
0: what it. emoji was I, nobody can see, but you, you put your arms <laughs>
1: It's the it's like the little hilarious the little, the little cute one, and they have the hands, and they have the red face. Oh yeah,
0: I usually just do the shrug. Oh, I don't know. I do the
1: shrug too all the time. I love the shrug. Yeah, it's a, it's a funny shrug's my go-to. It's funny because my friend, this guy, would send her the shrug, and she'd be like, "What does it mean?" And I'm like,
0: <laughs> "Yeah, exactly." Oh, if somebody g- sent me the shrug. My head would explode.
1: Yeah, <laughs> here I would explode. Yeah, she was like, "Does it mean he's like whatever?" And I was like, "Oh God, I've been sending that." To guys for months i just thought it meant like like not like whatever but like ah, oh, whatever you know yeah, you <laughs> see know. even emojis can be read wrong
0: <laughs> i'm three weeks late on my period whatever
1: yeah. <laughs> you'd be so happy you'd be like woohoo <laughs> but yeah so that's that's really it i guess um that was really what i wanted to talk about that kind of millennial i guess gen z is feeling it too the horrors and the the thing is it's like these things that we're talking about have been going on before the pandemic so now we also throw in social and here's the thing with social media my the last Uh guy i was dating um he watched my story recently and i have him so i don't watch his story but then because he watched me my story i watched his story and none of it it doesn't
0: oh wait you don't watch his
1: no we don't watch each other's stories we said we wouldn't um
0: oh see this is it's a whole crazy weird boundary
1: i know but the only reason why we said because he said we we hooked up a few weeks after like two weeks after we ended and he said he was found it hard because i post so many stories it's impossible not to think about me every day
0: oh oh oh! and i said i I thought
1: yeah, yeah i said to him i go just mute me don't worry like i don't it's like, I'm not going to be offended right. that you're not, and I go, I'm not, I've, I haven't been watching your stories. It's not because I don't, I hate you. It's because I, I don't want to think I'm like, you know, I still think about him every day and he, I know he's not go- good for me. Sure. So, but then, you know, fast forward two weeks after we hooked up, he watched one of mine and my heart was just like, Oh my God. And this is all so silly and childish. This doesn't mean anything. This doesn't mean, uh, <laughs> but you see it and then you look at theirs. Cause you also want to make, make sure they're alive. But then as you're looking, you're like, Oh yeah, please don't be posting with another girl. Please don't. And you're like, it's poisonous. And it's,
0: it really is. I mean, uh, the girl who I was seeing over the summer, uh, right in the middle of the fucking quarantine, you know, we ended things in like September and then like, Late October, she liked a photo of mine. I'm like, we're back. You know, were you back? No, of course <laughs> not. She was, you... was trying to be friendly. She was
1: just being friendly. Did you message her? Yeah,
0: that's all it did is. did. you message her? I texted her. I totally did. <laughs> oh my God. I love I was that. like, hey, hi. What's going on? She was like, hey, because she also had moved to a story recently. So I was like, hey, how'd the move go and everything? She was like, oh, it's great. And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I really miss you. I would love to see you. She's like, nah, I still feel the same way I did in September. And I was like, all right.
1: Well, I love you because I, just, I love I you.
0: Sent the shrug emoji.
1: Yeah, the shrug, whatever. Um, I <laughs> love that because you put yourself out there and then you were OK with the rejection yeah. and then you were able to move on and not pine over her. Now, you've definitely for sure. No, because the thing is, she might have been liking that whole thing going. I hope we reconcile because I if I liked the photo, I'd probably be like,
0: you don't know unless you try.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. A hundred percent. So I think um, that's the main thing is just people putting themselves out there and just being like be vulnerable take it from these two single people who want love and haven't found it (laughs) maybe maybe do the opposite of what we're saying
0: (laughs) yeah maybe i this could be i i don't know i've kind of really have to trust my gut and i just don't i just have to find the confidence to do that because more times than not my gut has been really accurate
1: yeah I,
0: and it's mostly when i start overthinking things i think everything goes haywire yeah i think you know i'm like oh if you just listen to your gut reaction and you know played it off that you would have been fine
1: i think basically i'm an idiot no i think you're right and i think if i listened to my i wrote a joke about it recently because i have ibs or whatever so i was like oh my gut can't be trusted <laughs> but, oh
0: that's funny that's hilarious But the thing is if, that's great that's a very funny joke Okay,
1: thank you i'll do it on stage whenever i get back <laughs> Uh, yeah, I
0: yeah now that everything's
1: closed down uh, fucking virtual shows but um the thing with that like is if i'm very honest with myself and i i, I feel like people will relate to this too is that i have ignored my gush, um and been like months later when we didn't work out being like oh why why didn't i know about that but actually day one i was like i'm not really this, this doesn't feel right and then i ignore it and keep yeah, going yeah. like because like even with the american right. um when i ducked like that's a that's a gut reaction that's a, my body being like you don't like this There's person yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: and even with a dj my gut was like the
0: duck is hard. our first
1: date was so great we had a great crack but like my gut was like this guy is a little negative and he's brought up his ex on the first date maybe you shouldn't pursue this but my brain went shut the fuck up stomach let's go <laughs>
0: uh, well I will give somebody usually the benefit of the doubt of a first date. Yeah, like true. if I like enough about you on the first date, I'll give you another chance. Yeah. I will. And then if it's, you know, by two or three, if it's not, if we're not hitting it off, then yeah.
1: it's great. The ability to just, but
0: and everybody's a weirdo usually on the first date, unless you're like really hitting it off. So yeah. I, I like to give people the benefit of the doubt, at least that in them. That.
1: That's what my roommate said about the American. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my roommates on the Patreon. I won't cut it out. So they know all the goss. They know that they know my real feelings about how I feel about the DJ, but I'm not going to share that on the podcast because.
0: Oh boy. Yeah,
1: yeah. I do like a weekly. Uh, I do like a weekly like diary say- thing. So the thing with uh-huh. that is, you're going to say things. You're going to you're going to say things that. You know, you don't want other people to hear. It's like a, it's like a private podcast and I, you know, and I, and also things that make him look bad for doing, but I don't want to share that on the, because people do things in relationships that they, they don't fucking mean, they're being dumb, they're young, people do stupid shit all the time. They haven't figured their head out. But what I was going to say about the American is my roommate said, you should give him a second chance because people on a first date are trying to impress you. And they, yeah. they were just not. And she met him because they're guards up. Yeah, and she met him, and she was like, "He's so handsome, he's so lovely, like." And she, and he's very intelligent. And she was like, "I just wouldn't, just because he sounds funny." <laughs> Why
0: am I? I don't know. I just keep thinking I about mean, That's gonna to be Ireland, a thing, though.
1: What?
0: I w- when I was in my twenties, I was at uh, one of my friends. I went out on a date with a girl who had a fucking cartoon voice, and I was just like, "Well, there's no way this is going to last." <laughs> I know it's so. He sounds fun. like fucking. But it's so Daffy Duck
1: over here. Okay, so I have this American who has like paid for it. Like he's very gentleman, and the way he even paid for it was like, please don't take offense that I'm paying for this. It's just the way I was raised, and like I just I couldn't let you pay. Okay, and um yeah. had my had asked me what type of drink and like. So when I got there, there was a Jameson coming to the table. That's how I knew he didn't spike it. And when I oh, that's nice. I had already eaten. I told him I don't eat dairy, but I had already eaten at the brewery so i wasn't really that hungry so i was like you know what i was
0: gonna say yeah the ibs i know right i'd be gone
1: shitting for the whole night and so (laughs) um i i just said like you order whatever but he ordered stuff without dairy and like remembered all of that and he like sweet yeah he was very like in listening and responding to what I was saying, we had like really intellectual, and I slagged him. I was like, You're so loud. You sound so American. Um, and he <laughs> took it all. He was just like, Yeah, sorry. And then he tried to like whisper and was like laughing at it. Like he took it in like a fun way. And um, so my roommate was like, That's good. Yeah, she was like, Give him another chance. I think you're just because, okay. Yeah. So there's him, and then there's the DJ who from the start, you know, saw me five times in one week. But the whole time was yes. like, I hate relationships. Do you know, like there was like, that's a red flag. And then was very negative and wanted to talk about his stuff all the time and not my stuff. And when he would talked about my stuff, he would zone out. But yet I could date him for a couple of months, whereas this guy's so nice. And I'm like, I don't know. He sounds funny. What's wrong with me? I need to go to a therapist.
0: Do you think he implanted the seed that there's sometimes because I'm guilty of this, too, where you really want what you can't have?
1: But that's what I'm afraid reading this stuff. I'm like, oh, my God, here's a guy who kind of fucked with my brain and I fell for it.
0: Yeah, maybe. I mean, that's kind of diabolical to do that. Oh, you think he was doing that on purpose? Maybe. That's why I was asking. Well, because he did say
1: that. This is so funny. Now that you're saying that, he said something like, I asked, do American guys play games? since I was doing it for the podcast. And he was like, yeah. But he said something like, oh. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. He was like. I I can't remember exactly so I don't want to quote him too much but basically I said yeah you came on so strong the first week we saw each other five times and then the second week you were kind of weird and pulling back and I was really like what's going on like what happened and he was like yeah but because I did that you were thinking like that you were like getting more like into Mm -hmm. it. And I'm like, you fucking sorceress. I would have been still into it. I still would have been into it. I just would have had less anxiety if you hadn't. A, but he doesn't realize I would. Have. He thought he came on too strong first week because he asked me to hang out so much. So then he tried to pull it back. Whereas my brain, A-B. that set up an insecurity for us. Thing, I was like, oh, he can just go hot and cold like that.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh my
1: God, it's a mess, Andy. It's
0: a mess. Dating's
1: a mess. But anyway, we should blow and come and have sex. Uh, No, blow, come eat out and then have sex.
0: That's my order from now on.
1: Blow, come and you have to eat her out till she comes because she'll find it easier to come during sex.
0: Absolutely. I love it. I don't have any problem with that whatsoever.
1: Yeah, I like it's funny because it's true about when you're saying about the eat out or the lick out, how to just tell them what you want.
0: The lick out, please call it my native country (laughs) slang.
1: Because I've asked and women don't be afraid asking for anything because i've been like lick over here lick left lift. but re- yes. recently like with my last partner i was like can you just try like motorboat it like sure. <laughs> and it felt so good and he was like you kept, there you he go kept like, are you sure and i was like dude this you is,
0: don't know unless you try it's gonna
1: work and then i came so just
0: fantastic just try
1: uh, and have the confidence to ask them to do all the but even though no one's fucking right now because of covid get your covid test and go fuck
0: yeah, that's the message.
1: That's the message. That's how we're going to end the podcast. Get your COVID test. Go fuck. Be vulnerable. <laughs> don't be playing these games. 20 minutes to back. Yeah, is okay. COVID tests, Not days. No games.
0: Don't, uh, don't blow, come, eat out. Fuck.
1: Don't expect perfection. You know, no one's right. not perfect, but don't settle for less. Right. Okay, podcast listeners, this is what you have to do now. You have to write your standards. <laughs> and um, uh, hit up Andy if you want to of- have a baby
0: well let's not put that out there (laughs) eventually (laughs) okay i love you i don't like it he's gonna kidnap my child wait
1: where are you gonna where can they find you
0: you can find me at andy fiori it's a-n-d-y-f-i-o-r-i and my last name actually means flowers in italian so oh i thought uh, you were going to
1: say in irish i was like do they um in italian oh i thought you were irish-american oh no
0: i'm both i'm i'm my mom my dad's full italian and my mom is uh full irish
1: wow look at that okay
0: i just got the italian last name and the irish look yeah
1: the irish face <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which if you want to see his face you can sign up to my patreon thank you people yeah nobody signs do. up to my patreon <laughs> Sign up. Yeah. Come on. There's like 26 to 30 people who are loyal and cool. And I love them. Thank you so much. Love you guys. I hope I make it. And then I'll give them tickets to something cool. Not me. Absolutely. Be like I'll make it and be best friends with like uh, something fa- like Beyonce. <laughs> and then I'll be like, guys, here's your tickets for Beyonce. Because, you know, they don't need
0: to come see me. Um, I like this fantasy. This me is too. Amazing. I'm
1: a fantasist.
0: I hope it happens.
1: I'm going to go daydream. I'm going to go eat chocolate and daydream about it. Even though I ate chocolate yesterday and got a spot, but it was worth it. And I don't care anymore.
0: Yeah. I love you. It's the holidays. It's Christmas time too, so.
1: I love you. This will probably come out yeah. next Tuesday.
0: Oh, i love you too. Thank you so much for having me on. I had a blast. I, know, I, I had hope are it, it was great.
1: Thank you so much. And like I said already, have a lovely Christmas if you celebrate it. If you don't, have lovely holidays. For the Patreon I have this week there's a solo episode about that date that I spoke about about the American. So I actually it's sort of developed more into a bit of a disaster of course it did because my love life's a disaster so i just talk about that uh in this week's solo episode on the patreon so if you want to listen to that that's there and it's also the video of this like i said already and next week's episode which is with emma vernon Uh i have to edit that tomorrow so but i'll, I'll get that up by tomorrow night and um, basically uh she is a matchmaker and she talks about what are the things she what are the things she looks for to match people with. So this, that advice she says for people to do themselves. And she talks a lot about green flags. Um so it's better to look for green flags than red flags. So anyway, uh that episode will be up there to tomorrow night. Or it'll be on the regular podcast next week. And I've a bonus episode as well that I still have to edit and put out with a uh, Nimesh Patel. So I'll edit all those uh while I'm uh relaxing. Uh, for the Christmas and there was something else I wanted to say to you oh yeah please rate review please rate review and tell your friends um, to listen to the podcast and like if, you, if there's anything like I think coming uh, in the future I'd like to do an episode on like kinks so I'm going to get like an Irish guest on for that and have a couple of Irish guests and American guests lined up um have a married couple that are comedians that are hilarious and um an irish podcaster and an american podcaster he's big on tiktok so uh yeah but if there's any topics you want me to go through with them do message me or email everything is in the description here um that's really it that i want to say to you so have a lovely week and i'll talk to you next week